NXT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, and we are very happy to be doing a show this episode on giving back at the holiday season. And for a lot of people, it's something they do once a year at Hot 97, WBLS, and WLIB, MS Communications here in New York. It's something that we pretty much do all year round through our stations, through our on-air personalities, and through the Insight Department of MS Communications that's working with community groups. You see us out in the streets. You see the street teams. You see me. You see a lot of the other on-air people out there uh, doing our thing. But what we wanted to talk about in this episode was other people who are doing things to give back. A little bit more about our philosophy, some of the things that we've been doing, and just, uh, you know, big up everyone who is doing special projects for the holidays to try to make this holiday season easier, especially for the kids in our tri-state area. You know, it started at Thanksgiving with Fetty Wap, the Thanksgiving a turkey Drive in Patterson. There's another group, a hip-hop group, that's doing a, a giveaway for toys and coats and clothes for kids for the holidays in Patterson as well. But that's just one. There's there's so many others all around the tri-state area. And I just want to let you know before we get going and I introduce our amazing panel to you, this is our last Street Soldiers episode of 2015. We're going to go into holiday break. We're going 97 hours commercial free so we can all party on Christmas weekend and New Year's Eve weekend. And then we will be back with Street Soldiers here on Hot 97 on Sunday, January 20. Uh, January 10th at 10 a.m. and Saturday night on Fox 5 January 9th at 10:30 p.m. So you can get your Street Soldiers version on Fox 5 on Saturday night January 9th. Sunday on January 10th at 7 a.m. will be the full extended Street Soldiers uncut with the full panel at 7 a.m. And uh, we're very excited about this. We thank our our whole our bosses, our crews at Hot 97 and Fox 5 for making this possible. And it's just a great opportunity for us to to get the word out about a lot of the issues that we've been talking about for a very, very long time. So I want to introduce our panel to you and get going with this. We're very pleased to have Dion Levingston. He's the Emmis Communications Senior Vice President. He's He's in charge of Hot 97, WBLS, WLIB, and now he has another title to add to that list and also many, many awards that he's won, which we're not going to get into. But you give a great party. That was an awesome holiday party for the three stations. You scared me with that other title <laughs> for a second. Yeah, that was a great party. The, the best part of that party is I get to take full credit for it. I did absolutely no planning, so it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, but you're the check writer, so everybody had a really good time. Also with us is our Hot 97 program director, P.O. Farrell. P.O., thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We, we really appreciate, appreciate it. it. And also with us is Kevin Powell. He, You know Kevin Powell if you're a regular Faithful Street Soldiers listener. He is the author of 12 books. His latest is The Education of Kevin Powell, A Boy's Journey into Manhood. And he also this past week just finished his 15th annual holiday coat drive. Kevin gives an amazing party I've been able to attend in the past where it's a fantastic party. A lot of people turn out, but the requirement is that you bring coats. 
and uh, help people out. So there's always a giving attitude. Very active. He's the co-founder of uh, BK Nation and very active in the community and a longtime supporter of Push for Peace and many of our community activities here with Street Socials. Kevin, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank we you. really appreciate it. Also with us is Michael um, McGuire. She is the owner of a number of McDonald's in, in uh, New Jersey. She's the owner of the McDonald's in Jersey City that held the holiday toy drive for kids and giving back as part of her corporate philosophy and also part of her business philosophy. So, Michael, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Deanna, I want to start with you on this. In terms of the, the whole giving back philosophy, that's part of your business model and what you look at. So, I mean, the things that we do as a station group during the holiday season, the toy drives, the coat drives, the food giveaways, those are part of the whole philosophy. It's just a continuation of what we do uh, all year long. Our goal is to have our vehicles and our air personalities in the streets at least three times a day across all of our brands so that we touch at least two to 300 different community organizations and events every year. And that's from a station standpoint. That doesn't take into account what you do or uh, what Nessa does with prom uh, with um teens at prom time or what Shayla does as far as buying prom dresses for people or what Flex does or what Ebro does or with what um, Lenny does with his foundation. Um, we're very, I'm very blessed to work with some people who are really and really care about the community that outside of what the station does, all of our air personalities have foundations and funds that do things year round. And it's an ongoing thing. And, and P.O., as the uh, program director of Hot 97, that's one of the things with the personalities. Like Dan said, everybody has their own project and their own projects that they're working on, not just at a particular time of the year. Yeah, and for 2016, we want to better integrate all their individual efforts to the radio station to put some, you know, just to put our foot down on the gas pedal and make those interests even bigger. And um, it's amazing to see the hot 97 staff care so much about the community and want to be involved take their their time off because these are they're so busy their day-to-day is so crazy for the average listener that tunes into hot 97 and tunes into nessa you know they might think oh nessa just probably shows up at three and plays (laughs) music and then goes away but that's that's not the case especially with our morning show our morning show i mean they plan they do more work off After air. 10 a.m. Right. than they do between 6 With and 10. no cameras and no mics. Uh, Peel said something I think that's important, that as we sit down with people um, doing great things in the community, like people around me right now, our goal for 2016 is to try to figure out how we connect more with those people and organizations and with what our personalities are doing. We had Nessa, who does an event in which she gets people glammed up for prom, and we had Shayla on WBLS doing an event in which she bought people prom dresses. Well, they're doing it independently of each other. And I went to both events and I'm like, y'all should be doing these events together. together. Right. One should be glamming up and then you get the prom dresses right. after you get glammed up. And don't forget the shoes. We'll and get the, the shoes. Yeah, I mean, I mean so <laughs> so that's what that's what we're trying to do. I mean, because everybody does coat. We we did two huge coat drives last week. Um, we just finished the toy drive uh, yesterday um, at Broadway Mall. And at this time of year, everyone does things like that. Um, we've done a couple different things with Kevin throughout mm-hmm. the year and things that. Right. And and I just want to be. 
I just want to make sure we don't get caught in this season because whether it's Kevin, whether it's us, whether we're all doing things year round and trying to pull people into what we're doing year round. No, and I think that's important. And that's why we wanted to do the show is just to let people know and kind of, you know, big up and shout out everybody that's been doing this all year round because these things do go on. I mean, we are out there in the streets and out there in the community like all the time. But Kevin, how was the coat drive this year? Oh, man, it was incredible. Um, um, it was our 15th anniversary. We started it in uh, 2001 as a response to the 9-11 tragedy. We wanted to do something that was going to bring together diverse groups of people, especially something that would support younger people. Uh, we've been supporting the Safe Horizon Streetwork Project, as you know, all this time. The only two times we took a break from it was when the uh, Hurricane Katrina tragedy happened, so we supported that. And then when the earthquake happened in Haiti, so we had to support the folks down in the Caribbean. Uh, this, this past week, we were fortunate to have Sheldon Richardson from New York Jets presented for us. Uh, they called us. Sheldon said he wanted to do something. The Jets said they wanted to do something. And not only did we get a lot of coats and uh, items coming in, but he wrote a big check for the uh, charities. That was a blessing. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, so they get to buy more coats for these young people. And Safe Horizon Streetwork Project supports 10,000 young people around the country, around the city, and pardon me, uh, between the ages of like 13, 14, early 20s. And, and Deion's right. You know, we work with Hot 97 in the past. We appreciate you all um, because we can't do this by ourselves. We need radio. We need the hip-hop community. We need the folks that are sitting right here. So thank you all. And I think with Radio 2PO, the, there's an intimacy with the listener. I mean, being a TV creature also, a TV news reporter, that that's great and I love that but it's like the connection that was with our Hot 97 listeners is something that's very special. It is. Ra radio, the biggest difference between radio and any other form of mass communication is it's very personal. It's me to you and um, it's it's that connection that you make with the listener on the other end that, that's just spectacular and that's why that's why radio is so special and Lisa, you, out of everybody in the radio station, talking about somebody that's always trying to help the community, you are I mean, you are so special to us, and, well, thank and you. I know I speak for Dion when I say that I can't thank you enough for everything that you do for us at Hot 97 and everything that you do for Street Soldiers. I really and would never it. mention it on air, and all the time she goes in and out of her pocket with everything she does, she would never mention that on air. So <laughs> you guys are making me. <laughs> <laughs> Silent. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that. But I also have a, an amazing, amazing team and a lot of great people that volunteer that, that help us out when we do the special projects. And uh, my core team here with Street Soldiers and our longtime executive producer, Tone Capone, of course, who's always there with the projects. But thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Michael, the, uh, tell us what made you want to get involved with, with the toy drive and, and who it benefited. Um, so this is our third year doing it. First year, we uh, teamed up with Children's Specialized Hospital. Last year, we did the York Street Project, which is a women and children's shelter in Jersey City. And it's just, I always say McDonald's is what I do, you know, to make a living. But who I am is just, I'm all about giving back to less fortunate and those in need. And just trying to uplift and elevate whoever I can touch. Um, just... Like everyone else, we do things year-round. We do toy drives, school supply, uh, giveaways, whatever we can, you know, to reach out. And then the, uh, the the kind of response that you get from the community for these, what's that been like? It's overwhelming. Um, just to see, like, the amount of people, kids, women, that just don't have, you know, it's almost like, Every year it's getting bigger and bigger. We're trying to touch more and more. You know, now we're um, this year we partnered with an organization called Raising Hope, which is um, uh, they're centered around orphans in Africa. So we're you know local local shelters, um, 
housing authority in Jersey City we're partnering with, as well as this organization. So we're just trying to reach the masses. No, that's fantastic. And then the it's part like you said, that's that's what I do. And in terms of your customers too, I mean, they must appreciate it that you're helping the community. Also. Absolutely, we uh, most of my customer base is like we have regulars every day, and I always hear from people like you do so much, you do so much, we appreciate you. And it's almost like I'm like you live on the other side of town. You come to my store for a cup of coffee, or you know, but just seeing that people appreciate what you do and they reciprocate, you know. Just, I'm going to give you my business because of all you do. So it makes it all worth it. And that, your french so fries cool. are addicting. They so. are. <laughs> I'm done with them now. There is something they put in them, right? There's a, like, a, like a secret ingredient. It seems like yeah. it. <laughs> okay. And everybody, please feel free to jump in. But I think also, too, with, with these local efforts, too, I mean, and, and no, no disrespect to the huge national charities that are out there and doing their thing, but I think a lot of people, too, feel more comfortable when there's a personal connection to who they're giving to. Yeah. And you know the people Absolutely. that are running it that's right that's right. and i think there's a personal connection to seeing that mcdonald's or that celebrity or that air personality actually touching the community that they're in i yeah. think that activates people at a different level that's as right. well yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And then, into, Kevin, the um, I, I want to also talk a little bit about about your book too, because uh, I just want to bring that in because it's such a powerful book. The it's a great Christmas gift, which a, a great holiday gift. Thank however, so you're, you're celebrating the education of Kevin Powell, a boy's journey into manhood, and I haven't read it yet. I started it. That's very right. powerful. The what point in your journey did you start to to realize like giving back because you did face so many struggles to become yeah. who you are and the man you are today? Well, I appreciate that, and uh, all praise is due to God. Um, I you know I was touched by uh, Mikel. Did I say your name right? Michael. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was born and raised in Jersey City, even though people think I'm from Brooklyn. I've been in Brooklyn a long time, but I, my heart's in Jersey City, and half the book is actually set in Jersey City. Raised by a single mother, welfare, food stamps, government cheese. If it wasn't for people like her in the community, the people like you all sitting here, the things that y'all are doing in the community, I don't think I'd be sitting here right now. You know, um, there was a lot of folks that looked out for folks who uh, didn't have much, you know, and, I, and, and so all of everyone said it. It's not just Thanksgiving and Christmas. I just wrote a blog for CNN.com where I said, you know, kindness should matter beyond Thanksgiving and Christmas. I hope people look it up. Uh, it's got to be all year long. You know, this should be a part of our DNA as, as people on this planet of, of supporting other folks. And I've been so blessed. I was able to get to college because of financial aid package. I got to college is where I discovered activism. And that that's just I just said for the rest of my life, I want to be about service. Obviously, I'm a writer. That's the other part of my life. But just give back, you know, and, and reach out to folks and let them know. And what they said is important uh, uh, is that, you know, people recognize um, integrity. And so there's a reason why, Lisa, people see you around the city. And as they were talking and giving you uh, praise, just even your humility, you know, it's like um, people know the folks that really care about regular people. And you don't, you don't need to, it doesn't have to be cameras, like Dion said, it doesn't have to be cameras and microphones around, but just do it because it's the right thing to do. And because, you know, uh, you never know how you're touching people's lives. And so people always ask me, what can I do? I say, you can go to a local school in one of the five boroughs over in Jersey, you know, just show up, be, be a part of the community that way. Even if you don't have kids of your own, you know, uh, be volunteer to be a coach, be a, you know, big brothers, big sisters. I know for a fact they need a lot more men, particularly men of color to volunteer, you know. And so there's so many different things that you can do to support. And it makes a difference, you know. And and I can't stress that enough. And I'm just uh, grateful. And the reason why I wrote the book was just to kind of shed light on the difficulties in my life, but also to give some hope that if I can come from the circumstances with a lot of helping hands along the way, anything is possible. 
You know, you always smile because it, it seems that it's a big circle as you get um, uh, around boys. I like to say um, boys from and in the hood or however you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, you realize one thing that nobody's perfect no. in any way, shape or form. And we all make mistakes and we're all going to continue to make mistakes. But you can you can do something. Whether you have the time to donate, then donate five dollars to something. Right. I mean, if you if you don't have five dollars, then donate five minutes to something. That's right. You can do something that impacts your community every day, and what you don't know is how that little five minutes right. has an impact later on. Because it amazes me how I I will do something and I'm just doing what I do and then four, five, six, seven years later, somebody will walk ten years later, right. somebody will walk up to you and go, you know, I was in when you did such and such or when you said such and such, or I'm part of such and such organization and they said that you were one of the donors. Yeah. And it just stops you because you didn't realize you touched that. Somebody you never met, you didn't realize you touched them. And that little five minutes or five dollars made a big impact in their life. And I think so often we think that you have to be this person or you have to be whatever you can do. You never know what kind of impact that's going to have. I'm sorry. I was just going to say now it's easier for entities like MS Communications with BLS and LIB and of course Hot 97 to get the word out because our social media platform is so strong. So Incredible. So, you know, it's it, it, when for people to get involved and for people to, you know, to, to step up, it's easier today more than it's ever been, I think. No, I think it definitely is. And I think, Deanne, to go to, to what your point about, you never know what it is that, you know, that how much of, of an impact what you do or even what you say has on another person. And it's like, and I think for two, a lot of our listeners too listening who are, you know, working, but like mostly middle class or whatever, we found like when we're doing our events and we're in the community and we're out there, it's like something really small, like a keychain, like a t-shirt, that like matters. a sticker, like <laughs> yeah, these I'm, things, people, I mean, I people really hold like on to stuff. them and they're like, wow, that's awesome. Thank you so much yeah, for that. Yeah. And it, they, they appreciate it so much. And I think even with the small amounts of money to like that little basketball team that's trying to get uniforms exactly. or exactly. this group that's trying, you know, like the small amount and even too for people who are listening and, and you're like, you know, some people who are listening are in, in really tough, tough financial circumstances right now but it's like the encouragement the verbal encouragement too means a lot to people like just be acknowledged and i think it's important we this is the first year that we had a foundation hip-hop has heart which some people know about and don't know about but we for years hip-hop has heart was funded by taking funds from summer jam right and putting in there and then doing a couple of things and i'm like well wait a second Let's use Summer Jam. Let's do some other fundraisers. This year we've done fundraisers throughout the year and, and more platform things with the thought of, okay, everything we raise, we have no administration fees, no nothing. Everything we raise, we put back in the community. Mm. Right. So let's sponsor some Little League games. Exactly. Let's sponsor some girls lacrosse. Or let's, do, let's go out and touch people in this tri-state area the people and let's start to be let's start being able to respond to some of these things and come along some of these activities financially it's great to be able to bring light to them which right. is what we do right but on the microphones let's, let's start being able to bring some cash to them too so <laughs> it takes that's it, been it our big some, focus yeah it, ta- it, it takes some it takes some money too you know but Pio, in terms of the the personalities and getting the word out to the social media thing is hot 97 we're famous for that mm-hmm 
we we absolutely are. And that's very important to to get the word out in the community too. Yeah, I think, and Dion and I were just having this conversation on the way over. Um, the, the number one thing that we have to keep in check is when we get the word out, when we're helping to not make it sound like we're patting ourselves on the back. Right. So um, true. there was uh, this little boy that uh, was a victim of bullying uh, just recently and who's still in the hospital. Uh, you know, Ebro and, and, and Peter um, and Laura in the morning show, they wanted to make sure that he got the Christmas presents he wanted and you know that that he was going to be in good spirits and good shape after he got out of the hospital and they didn't make a big deal about it but they put a lot of work behind the scenes with our promotions department with Corin with Beth to make sure that we had those you know premiums those gifts for 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 which is so boy. awesome yeah. no, no that's that's fantastic well we're going to come alongside um Jersey City as well as we sit here and we leave here to help to help with those causes and what you do um because it's always important to me, and Kevin's one of those people, too, that is given without trying to catch a mic or trying to catch a camera or anything mm-hmm. else. And those are the people that you come alongside. I mean, you, you have to come alongside those people. Like P.O. just said, we're very careful. I, to, I mean, when we give turkeys at, at um, Christmas and at Thanksgiving, you don't see a TV camera out there or anything. We gave away like 2,000 turkeys. You're not going to catch video of it floating off and everything. Because right. why are you taking a picture of somebody in need? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, 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 wow. I just, uh, that's not why you did it. Right. So it's very, very important to me that what we do, we do for the right reasons and touch people in the right no, ways. No, absolutely. But I'll, I'll say on the other hand, you know, with the one that's usually got the camera asking people to, to take <laughs> video. I mean, I understand what you're saying in terms of respecting those people's privacy. But I think it's also important for people to know, you know, for everybody that's here in the room and everybody that's listening, it's important for other people to know that these things are being done so that they can be inspired and, and get involved. And when too, you so. report it. That's great. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But no, when you, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the You mean like when somebody yeah. shows up with like a 12 person uh, camera yeah. crew and no, they're giving away five shows turkeys? With a 12 person camera crew with five turkeys, a turkey. They're like, make sure you, you mean, get this shot. You mean like when we were, give somebody a turkey right now? You mean like when we were in the parking lot at the Masonic Temple in Patterson, waiting for Fetty and the, and company? There were the only ones, you know, and no lights, no nothing. But um, no, that that's a great thing. But I want to thank all of you for being with us. You're the Hot 97 Street Soldiers, Lisa Evers. You know where to find me on Twitter, the Gram, Google Plus, at Lisa Evers, uh, Facebook, Lisa Evers Verified. It's official. And uh, joining us, Kevin Powell, author of 12 books. His latest is The Education of Kevin Powell, A Boy's Journey into Manhood. If you're looking for a good gift for your man, for your son, for your brother, for your father, really interesting book. And uh, definitely one of those things we can have a lot of good discussions and conversations with them after that. Uh, Dean Levingston, our MS Communications Senior Vice President. Michael McGuire, um, she's the owner of the McDonald's in Jersey City and other McDonald's that did a toy drive, does an annual toy drive for kids. P.O. Farrell, our Hot 97 Program Director. You know what you're listening to. Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Peep game, you know what it is. It's your man, Sky Zoo, and you're tuned in to Street Soldiers with the one and only Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, 
real people. Let's get it, y'all. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, on Twitter and the Gram, at Lisa Evers, Facebook, Lisa Evers, and LisaEvers.com. You can check out all the podcasts of this and our previous Street Soldiers episodes. Now, we're going to get back to our discussion about giving back and helping for the holidays in just a moment. But first, I want to make you aware of something called the Fair Chance Act. It especially affects people who have been incarcerated when they're going out to apply for a job. And joining us right now is Carmen. Malalis. She is the Human Rights Commissioner for New York City, and she's going to explain it to us. Now tell us, what is the Fair Chance Act? So the Fair Chance Act is a law that became effective in New York City uh, in October, late October, and it makes it illegal for most employers in New York City to consider or to ask about someone's criminal history before they've made a conditional offer of employployment to an applicant, a job applicant. So this is the ban the box campaign that we saw? Exactly. And then in terms, because we do have listeners who have criminal records or have done their time, how how do they know whether or not their rights are being violated if they go for a job? Well, well, sure. That's a great question. And absolutely, you know, we have about 5 million New Yorkers actually have some sort of criminal history. And disproportionately, a lot of those New Yorkers are also people of color. So the wonderful thing about the Fair Chance Act is no criminal history should be solicited, nothing, no information about it. There should be no questions about criminal history or criminal convictions on job applications or anything until after someone's already received a job offer. So these applications that we've seen in the past for jobs where there's that question, have you ever been convicted of a felony? It's illegal now? Should be things of the past, exactly. We want folks to be judged on their qualifications. We want employers, frankly, to be focusing on folks' qualifications and not on criminal history. There is, you know, after someone receives a conditional offer of employment, then an employer can ask questions about somebody's criminal history. That's the appropriate time to be asking about things from the past and seeing if there's a direct relationship between whatever that criminal history is and the job in question. But in the very beginning, we want to make sure that, one, there's no chilling effect. So if folks do have any sort of criminal history, they don't feel like they shouldn't be applying for jobs. Because again, you know, if somebody stole a bicycle 20 years ago, why should that impact their ability to work at a restaurant, for example? But what about if somebody has, you're submitting a resume usually for almost any type of job now. How do you account for that time when you were incarcerated? Well, there, there could be questions about that. And, you know, at, at some point during the interview process, they, they can talk about things that they were doing since then. They don't have to get, provide information, any specific, uh, you know, specific information about you know, any sort of arrest or conviction, or they don't even have to talk about that. That's all, again, for later on, because the focus should be on somebody's qualifications. Do they really fit the job? Okay, now if people have problems or if they have questions or if they have issues with this, how should they reach out to your, uh, to the commission? Who should they reach out to? They should absolutely reach out to the New York City Commission on Human Rights. Uh, they should dial 311, ask for human rights. They can also get information on their rights. Uh, employers and businesses, we want to be a resource to them as well. They should get information on their obligations under the law, and they could go to www.nyc.gov slash human rights and get information uh, on the website there. Um, and I'll tell you, like what's been wonderful is this became effective in late October. We've already seen quite an increase in the number of investigations and complaints we're getting in this area. So the word is getting out there. Hopefully you've seen them on the subway ads. We have. Folks have heard them on the radio and things Absolutely. of that nature. 
please do call the commission. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Carmelin Malalis, NYC Human Rights Commissioner. It's the Fair Chance Act. And the easy way to find out about it is that, of course, they have the website. But if you Google NYC Human Rights Commission Fair Chance Act, all that information comes up right away. So thank you for that. Right now, we're going to get back to our topic, giving back, helping for the holidays. Now, remember, we're going to be on a little bit of a holiday break here for Christmas and New Year's. Hot 97, 97 hours commercial free for the holiday weekends. We will be back with you with a brand new Street Soldiers 2016 on Sunday, January uh, 10th. I keep making it 20th. January 10th at 7 a.m. Now, I don't want to wait any longer than that. And uh, our Hot 97 Street Soldiers will be starting a four-week special run on Fox 5 starting on Saturday night, January 9th at 10.30 p.m. on Channel 5. So you can check that out. And, uh, you know, of course, we'll be posting that all over the place, hot97.com and all the social media sites as well. But what we're doing right now is, you know, as we move into the holiday season, we're actually in the middle of it, but as we move towards the holidays, talking about giving back, talking about what people are doing to uh, help their communities. And we have some special guests with us. We have uh, P.O. Farrell. He's our Hot 97 program director. We also have Michael McGuire. She's the owner of Five McDonald's in New Jersey. And uh, her Jersey City McDonald's does an annual toy drive for kids. Also with us is Kevin Powell. He is the founder of BK Nation. Just did his 15th annual holiday coat drive for the youth with Safe Horizons. And he's the author of 12 books. I highly recommend his latest, The Education of Kevin Powell, A Boy's Journey into Manhood. And then, um, Mike Keldy, in terms of as a business owner, do you feel you're different from a lot of business owners in that, in that you are so involved with your community? I think so. Um, I wouldn't say I'm different from a lot of them, but the ones that I know, I mean, it's your time is consumed, basically all your time running a business. So... Some people want to give back. They just don't take the time to. But for me, it's like I feel I have a responsibility to. You know, I have a son. I have a million things going on. But you have to do it, you know. And you just make time for it and it's another part of the... It's just, it's a part of me. Because as an entrepreneur, as an owner, I mean, you own five McDonald's in very busy areas. Busy areas, 24-hour stores. Wow. I mean, everything is just, it never stops never stops but you have to do it i mean i believe in giving back to the community that you do business in where you live wherever you can do it do it but for me like i said it's just it's always been in me it's just i feel like you know i've been blessed thus far and how could you not yeah totally everybody please feel feel free to jump in the um kevin with the uh, the safe horizon tell us a little bit about the kids that are in that program well, these are uh, young people the ages from like 13, 14 to about 25, 26. Um, uh, working class kids come from the same background I come from, many of them single parent households. Some don't have parents at all. Uh, quite a few have survived various forms of abuse and violence, some sexual assault. Uh, you'll see some of these young people at Port Authority here in New York City, at Penn Station, floating around. And what this program does is actually outreach. And so they go find these young people, they help them get transitional housing. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, things around GD preparation. So many of them haven't finished their educations. There's uh, stuff around sexual health so they can be aware if they've been sexually active. Um, there's providing of condoms to them, things like that. And and most importantly, there's love there. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I feel like I'm hearing here in this show today is that if you're going to give back to the community, if you're going to do this work, you got to have love for the people, the community. It can't be... Uh, 
the best way I can put it, like charity is when you do something and you just pat yourself on the back. But you know, when you're really about love and, and justice for people, you do it because it's it's in your in your blood, it's in your DNA. And that's what the Safe Horizon Streetwork Project is about. I want to definitely shout them out. They're up on 125th Street. And I also want to encourage people because folks can still go up to 125th Street, just Safe Horizon Streetwork Project, and they take clothing donations all year long, all year long. Uh, these kids, are, they need they need clothing. Right now it's coats, hats, scarves, you know, winter boots, thermal underwear. But throughout the year it could be T-shirts, it could be jeans, it could be Hot 97 T-shirts. <laughs> they, as, as Dion said before, he left. You know, people appreciate these things, you know, and it means something, especially if it's coming from a known brand like a McDonald's, like a Hot 97. It means a lot to people. And it gives them, and just helps them through those difficult times. They try to get their their whole lives together. It says that someone cares about you. You know that someone's got your back and is looking out for you. And I, I can't stress that enough. When, you know, like, again, when I was growing up in Jersey City, and I also lived in Newark. We were just talking about it. And I live in Brooklyn. I do a lot of my work in Brooklyn. Uh, I grew up without a father. And and something that Dion said before he split that I really hit me. Like you know. Um, I realize now when I go to schools to speak, when I go to prisons to speak, you represent a father figure for a lot of people. So giving back is not just having a coat drive or a toy drive, which is important, and we should support those things that we all do here. But just showing up, you know, it makes all the difference in the world because when I was growing up, I didn't know that there were, you know, men, honestly, men out there that actually cared. All I saw was the women in my community. So that's a way of giving back. Dudes show up, you know, and let these boys know that, that you care about them. And really giving them another example of manhood exactly. other than the negativity. Which we've talked about a lot on your show. Through so the many years. times. Yeah. So many times. But I think it's such an important, yeah. important point. Pio, in terms of the in terms of the, the on-air personalities we have at Hot 97, because, you know, we have a lot of people that listen to the show also that are aspiring DJs, that are aspiring uh, radio personalities and, and media personalities. When you decide or, you know, throughout your career as you've looked at different personalities how important has that been to you that component of them really having that connection with the audience and the community immensely important because uh like michael was saying about you 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 almost have the responsibility you know when you're at a radio station like hot 97 or you know you have the responsibility to be a voice and to push people to for, for that love that Kevin was just talking about. Mm. You know, right now we're in a time that everybody's kind of guarded and we hear about all the things that are going on yeah, in, the in the world, world. And, right. and, and, and all those uh, horrible acts that are taking place. And um, for you that you're listening to us now through Hot 97, there's a lot of good going on too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... We make sure that, or I make sure that I talk to my jocks and, 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 and I always want for them to be involved with things that touch them. Yeah. Like, for example, autism is a big mm. thing for me because my, I have an autistic son. Wow. So for wow. me, that's a big thing. That's, you know, that's, that's my mm-hmm. personal, um, um, uh, you know, push. So it's, it's of extreme importance. And then in terms of the, uh, the daily routine. You, I would like you to mention that again because there's people that are just joining us right now in terms of what it takes to go on the air because people see, they'll see the Instagram pictures at parties or Instagram yeah. pictures at, you know, this event or that event and it all looks like fun and games and then and then you hear us on the radio but there's a lot behind that. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, what, uh, you, you know, what a lot of people uh, don't know and, and even a lot of staff members don't know is that, you know, Hot 97 is owned by the U.S. government. We have a license to operate it. So our duty to, you know, 
to our people, to our community, is to serve. Um, so the pre-planning that all the hosts do is incredible. I mean, um, like I said, the morning show, um, sometimes I see an email exchange and it's 1130 at night and I'm thinking, oh my God, these guys got to be up in a few hours. This is crazy. <laughs> and, and when you ask like me. Peter and, <laughs> me and, too. When and when you ask Laura and, 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 and their crew, you know, it's like, oh, we take a nap during the day. That, see, that wouldn't work for me. Of course, I have kids or whatever. <laughs> right. And, 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 and uh, you're in the office but, too. And I'm in the office, but... Um, you know, uh, Nessa has, uh, you know, what w- w- she comes up with. And she's, uh, again, it's all about serving. It's all about getting information out there. You know, I, I always tell them, you can teach anybody mm. to say, Hot 97, here's the new one from Chris Brown. Right. right, you, right. Anybody can say that. But right. what makes you different? What makes you special? That's a great point. And, and what, what people remember. Yeah. And what makes you memorable is the fact that you are a person. I want to know, I tell the hosts, I want to know something new about you every day that you're on mm-hmm. that radio. Every day I want to know. I, I don't want to know you from our conversations. I want to know you from listening uh, on the radio. And uh, so I hope that. Yeah, no, that's ve- that's very cool. A little cool. bit of light. Of Absolutely. Light. Am I? You know, no, totally. I'm, I think I think it it's it a helps peek people under understand, the hood, right? Yeah. For, you know. Yeah, but I think it's it's important for people to understand too, because at the end of the day, I mean, radio it's about the connection with the with the audience. It's They're about so the vested. connection that's with the community. Right. They, they right. are so vested. Um, and it's very personal, the, very the, intense. The email exchange this weekend um, over what what we can do as as a people not as a radio station for Mm. this little boy for deandre uh that was that you know uh, that went through his situation with getting burned or whatever i mean it was it it was you know you could you could feel the passion um definitely no and that that's an amazing thing and mike michael the um as a business owner were, were there people that you looked up to or people that helped you as as you were getting started and getting onto your path because there's a lot of people listening to I'm, I'm taking advantage of all our guests being here and your expertise because we have a lot of people in our audience that are interested in starting their own businesses too and, and as a woman in particular so there was um actually there's a woman she used to work uh, on the corporation side she was another woman of color and just you know you don't really is nowadays it's like you can't even look at a person and tell what they do for a living i think that's what's <laughs> right. so unique uh, you know and true you, and sometimes the, the best dressed ones don't have any don't, job at all exactly and it's it's, it's just you know finding it's somebody that you can relate to I'm like okay so you don't typically you know what society dictates you don't look like you know a mcdonald's owner operator you're a black woman you know, and she just actually retired. She had, um, she retired with 12 stores and she was instrumental. She is the reason, wow. not instrumental. She wow. is the reason wow. that, you know, we got into this business. So that's what I try to do. You know, um, was a great point that you made also. You just have to be, people have to be able to relate to you. And yeah. you never really know yeah. what might do it for me, may not do it for you. What does it for you, may not do it for me, you know. Whether it's being, you know, a, a, a figure that maybe they can relate to, not having a parent, someone that wants to be an entrepreneur, yeah. somebody that may want to work in radio. You just never really know who you can touch. So, And you never know what aspect of your I always find, like, I never know what aspect of my life 
they you know connect to absolutely or, or what they're like okay well that and i'm like oh okay same thing with yeah. me i'm like oh really a lot of people get that like you know i guess sometimes we get caught up in what we do yeah so i know a lot of times i minimize myself i walk in places i'm like i'm a mcdonald's owner operator and people are like really like oh my god i didn't know people owned a mcdonald's i didn't know women owned a mcdonald's i didn't it know and it's like yeah, I guess I take it for granted, but I'm like, yeah. But that's, you know, that's an know. excellent point. That, that like we all have something of value to share with people. We just got to realize what it is, what our gifts are. You know, as I'm listening, um, because growing up, I didn't know that you could do this. You know, what I mean, a, a woman, a woman of color, a person of color. You know, someone that's from Newark or Jersey City, and it it, it means all the, so much in the world of people to see examples of and possibilities out there. And something else you said that kind of stuck with me um, when I talk about my father's situation, I used to think it was just the kids and hood you know who had the same backgrounds where I came from I speak at a lot of a, a private boarding schools and guess what they say the same thing mm -hmm. their fathers may be there but they just dropped them off at the boarding school they have no relationship with their fathers either and I was just like this is deep and just if you just tell your story as a radio personality as a program director as a, as a owner of a McDonald's whatever it is that you do and I just say keep it simple keep it real be accessible and and you, you'll be amazed at how many lives that you touch and then that to me is a way of giving back just sharing your story I get inspired by people. I just met a young lady who is, she owns three IHOPs. Oh, wow. And she got into the business when she was 24. That's and she's crazy. like, I used to she work. She started owning at 24? At 24. She's like, I used to work at McDonald's. She's like, I used to work at the one, Whoa. one of our I feel stores. like a slacker when I hear those stories. And she like owns a, she owns a like franchise one. at 24. I'm like, oh, whoa. I felt like one. <laughs> you know, she she's from Nigeria. And she said that they become, you know, IHOP was their Sunday ritual, and she said she used to get turned down by financial institutions. We, she's been on our show, too. Yeah. She's you, you know, amazing. You know what's amazing? When I think of <laughs> McDonald's, I, I, there's smells that come to mind in uh, IHOP with, with, that, with the pancakes and, and the syrup, The right? syrups with the different syrups. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> They're making us very hungry. That's funny. Yeah, I felt like a slacker talking to her. I was amazed. Yeah, I she felt, has an amazing wow. story. Yeah, she came but, on and talked. Yeah, she was on the show. She was very inspirational. You know, some, something that, that I think... Um, Especially for for us guys, for for you know, especially young dads. I was a, a dad at a very young age. I'm I'm 42 now. I have mm. a 25 year old son. Wow. And um, your priorities change when you're very young. And I was blessed to always be close to my son and 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 have him be a part of my life. And nowadays, I, I just look at him and I'm just amazed. Mm. You know, if you are a young dad. Um, don't miss the opportunity yeah. to be there as much as you can. That's right. You don't, it doesn't have to be um, a physical present or a mm -hmm. gift in this time of the season or whatever. Just, just being there is the gift. That is the gift. See, oh I think God. so too. I think that's so important. Well, you know, the, the issue deep. is that one day you're going to be 35. One yeah. day you're going to be 45. You're going to look back and, and you're going to, that time is never going to come back. And I remember, wow. you know, I, I remember freaked out, being freaked out, for lack of a better word, because, you know, I was young and, and I had this big responsibility that I, you know, you, you know, that I'd brought upon myself. And and I just remembered, you know, you, you got to keep on. And the people that inspired right. me, you just you, you just got to keep on. You, know, just, right. you just got to keep right. on. And one of the people that inspired me 
um, you know, watching him play, I've never been a Chicago Bears fan, but mm. I was big Walter Payton fan. Yeah, yeah, and great running back. You know, yeah, but just you know, just keep Ball moving your feet, just keep yeah. moving forward, just keep going on, just keep, and don't don't miss that time for the young dads that that are listening. You know, you're you're gonna regret it if you're not there. You're gonna look back. Time flies. If you have a baby, a two year old, three year old, five year old, whatever it is. He or she will be twenty before you know it. That's yeah, totally. Thing. I mean, it's that's such great advice. And I think too for the wow. kids, it's just it's also too like sometimes the simplest things. Like I'm glad the you know of course everybody wants to take them to Disneyland and do this and buy them that and get them this, but like two hours at the park, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. is is really great. You I know? was twenty the first time I went to Disneyland, so <laughs> it was. <laughs> but wow. but I, I was thirty. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> so you just went last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was nice. I but, wish. But it's it, it's true. Watch I mean, out the, for him, Mike Kelly. He's a charmer. One of, the, <laughs> one of the one of my fondest memories of being a kid is you know playing ball with my dad and yeah. and and you know yeah. it's you know, yeah. so. it's it's those those kind of memories that absolutely. Are, he, he, if I can just you just it just touched my heart what he said because um the last chapter of my book is called Finding My Father. Literally in my forties, we're in the same generation. Um. I don't want to tell the story, but I found my father and his family. I hadn't seen him since I was eight years old. And I found out that my father had six, somewhere between six and 12 kids. And um, I don't want to get really deep into it, but I was the only one born up in the North. They're from the South. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, now as a person out there, I can't tell you how many young boys come up to me. And you can see that father void. Even if they know their fathers, what you said is just be emotionally available. Spend an hour or two. Just give time. What do you get? Give time. That's the best gift you can give to your children. Give some time, you know, let them know you care. And I can count on one hand how many times I actually saw my father, three or four times in my, my childhood. And that makes all the difference in the world. And I can see it as I, literally in the last two months since this book has come out, uh, Lisa and everyone, I've been in Philadelphia, Baltimore. I just got back from Seattle, uh, L.A. And, uh, and I'm about to do it here. Marcus has asked for a book. I, I've given books to young people, especially young males, you know, I don't know his story. I don't know their stories. And, and, and I'm just like, you know, but I think about like, you know what? I had to find uh, a father like you, sir, Pio, in, in books. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, it, and that that we should not have our kids trying to figure out, you know, where, where the love is. I That was smart on your part, looking for a father figure mm-hmm. in books and, and in positive things. The problem is, you know, with the issues that that kids face in school with bullying, yeah. and the need for protection. Yeah. Usually, what what you know what kids will do is they will turn to, you know, the streets. Different role models, you right. know, role models that the streets. That, that you know, in the long run, they're they're not going to be the blueprint that that's right. You know, that's right. So well, that's why I show up at schools. I was at Acorn Community High School in uh, Brooklyn. I want to shout them out. Several boys came up to me. And they they could not believe that I was actually the dude that wrote the book. They're like, "You really are a, a real person." You're not Don't as, you love that? Deep, you know I love that. It's like cha- I know changing all the images. Um, I wish we had a little more time to talk about this, but I th- I think uh, we're we're out of time, unfortunately. But I think the powerful message, and I think the real the real takeaway, especially for this holiday season too, is everything you were saying is this is basically the people that are important in your life. And some people hesitate to get involved at the holidays because they're they're not they don't have that big bag full of presents to bring in or they don't have those electronics or all those gifts. 
there's nothing better that you can give somebody, whether it's a kid or a significant other or, or person that you care about, than time. Time is love. I th- uh, you know, the way, well, we say time is money, but time is love. I have a, a, a friend, he used to be my, my martial arts instructor, and he would always say, life is a, like a domino effect, mm-hmm. and it could be either positive or negative, and once you do something positive, it's a domino effect that just keeps going and going and going, uh, yeah. versus doing negative so if you know basically what we're talking about with the coat drives and inspirational speaking with the kids mm-hmm. and everything that you do with your stories michael um it's about doing something positive and if everybody did something positive it creates a domino effect mm-hmm. and we can do more yeah we get we can do more we talk about helping people from other countries which is great it's what america's all about but we really need to do better for the people that are already here absolutely and on that note i want to thank our guests uh p.o farrell hot 97 program director michael mcguire owner of, of five mcdonald's franchises in new jersey kevin powell author of 12 books i really want to recommend i got to give it another plug again thank you so much. the uh, i love kevin's writing and also so if for the men in your life, brothers, husbands, boyfriends, significant others, sons, uncles, his book, The Education of Kevin Powell, A Boy's Journey into Manhood, will give you a lot of insight and also be a great a great gift and a great uh, conversation starter. And also I want to let you know we're going to be off for the next two weekends for the holidays. We are going to be back on Sunday, January 10th at 7 a.m. with a brand new show, 2016. And you can start watching us on Fox 5 on Saturday night, January 9th, 10.30 p.m. Of course, we're going to be tweeting that out. So don't come up to me on the streets and go, Lisa, how can I get involved? You know how you can get involved. Follow me on Twitter, like me and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and you'll be updated. And we're also going to include uh, viewer and listener Street Soldiers comments into the show as well on TV. So please follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers, the gram. That's what it is for all of them. And I got to thank my whole hot 97 crew, of course, our uh, general manager and senior vice president, Dion Levingston, who was with us earlier, our program director, the one and only P.O. Farrow. And also the behind-the-scenes people that really make it happen and, and, and keep us going. Pat Robinson, Corin Vaughn, Bolly Lambie-Boyer, Lindsay Salandra, Jeff Thacker in Digital, who's always been guiding us and helping us with everything. I want to thank them. And also my whole uh, Hot 97 Street Soldiers crew, executive producer Tone Capone, associate producer Rose D, assistant producer Mia Bell. See what I mean about it? It takes a lot of people. It takes a village to do this. <laughs> Actually, a city. Our digital DJ, the one and only DJ Michael Medium, Production assistance from Marcus and digital assistance, as always, from the one and only T.J. Charles. And also, I want to say our thoughts and prayers go out to Maritza Ramos, to the Ramos and the Lou family. Uh, this was the weekend of the uh, anniversary, the first anniversary of the murder, the you know the assassination, really, of Detective Rafael Ramos and Detective Wenjin Lou. So our thoughts and prayers go out to you on this uh and I know what is a very, very difficult weekend. You can see my exclusive interview with the widow of Detective Rafael Ramos on LisaEvers.com and also on my Facebook page, Lisa Evers. But also this holiday season, you'll see me out and about. Uh, just show some love as you always do. And uh, that's it. I hope you have a really happy, happy holiday. And let's make 2016 even better. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace. <laughs>